Hello, you are listening to episode number 18, How to Best Show Up for Your Partner in 2020. This episode, we have a special guest, Aubrey Vavoda, to help us walk through how to have a smoother and healthier year with your partner going into 2020. As we get into the end of 2019 and the beginning of 2020, we all start setting our resolutions. It's important to make sure that our partners are there to support us as well as us supporting our partners. And that's exactly what this episode does, is it helps to provide tips and tricks on how to best support your partner so that you can hit your resolutions and they can hit theirs. So stay tuned. Every day the world tolerates less and less of traditional masculine behavior, which has driven a new standard for men to be successful. How does one evolve so that they can win in today's world? Enter Man of Class, a place to empower men to break down traditional masculinity and build the necessary skill sets, mindset, and confidence to become the men that society desperately needs. Welcome, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Man of Class. Today's guest is Aubrey Favoda. I pronounced that correctly now after knowing that I pronounced it horribly the first time. Um, And today what we're going to be talking about is how men can best support their partners going into 2020. Um, One thing that we get into is society has really adopted a dual income household. um, And a lot of times it puts a lot of stress. And one thing is that everyone needs to have their goals of what they want to go after because goals and progress equals happiness. And whether that's actually financial, whether that's just being at home, whether that's taking care of kids, uh, it's important to have goals and dreams for how you want to show up in year over year. And so we thought what a perfect time in order to have this episode of how you can not only show up best because everyone's going to have their resolutions and everything they want to go after, but how can you best support your partner in order to make sure that your household becomes successful? So that's what we're going to get into. So with that, Tell us a little bit about how 2019 went for you. Because I always love to ask the question of how was 2019? What were some of the goods? What were some of the bads? And what are you going to take with you going into 2020? Mm, that's a great question. So 2019 has been, when you, were, when you were asking the question, the word evolution came up for me. It just mm. feels like that image of the gorilla turning into the man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like I started this year with a whole lot of what ifs and maybes and just showed up each day doing what felt like served my highest and greatest good that day. And looking back, I've gotten more done. I've accomplished more in the last year than I ever could have imagined. Um, But it was an evolution. It was, you know, a a journey of divine breadcrumbs, so to speak. Mm, divine breadcrumbs. I like that. Yeah. Because, yeah, oftentimes we we sort of lose touch in, in people's lives. And before you know it, all of a sudden they're just like a raving success. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you hear this term like overnight success. And and it's funny, but the, the divine breadcrumbs of like what it took in order to go every single step along the way to become yeah. that best version of themselves um, is is awesome. So I'm glad that that you touched on that. For how was, so your husband's name is Max, um, just for everyone else that's listening. Mm-hmm. Aubrey and I go back a couple years now, um, but what, how has Max shown up for you throughout 2019? Mm, he, you know, it's always, it's always an evolution, right? That was an evolution mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> 
because as, I kind of knew that and I wanted to plant the seed. So <laughs> right? yeah, you set me up, um, yep. set me up for it. But it is, it has been an evolution as things have evolved for me personally, the way that I need him to support me and the way that he needs me to support him in supporting me has evolved. Mm -hmm. And so we're constantly having to take another look at that and have those conversations and fine tune that. But overall, the biggest thing that he does is he is willing to do that fine tuning with me. He's willing mm -hmm. to have those conversations and listen and, and say, okay, what was working for you before? Is it working now? And I'm not taking that personally. What, could, what do you need now? Right. Mm -hmm. and, and so just being willing to evolve with me has been the crux of the support. I think that's, that's beautifully said many times. I think we, we as men, I mean, and, and I'm sure women feel the same way, but we get into this lens of looking through saying the whole personal piece of it, as far as like you had said, how best, you know, maybe how I supported you yesterday isn't how you need to be sorted today. I'm not going to take that personally. I'm just going to say, you know, I'm sorry if it was offensive, but you know, how best can I support you today? And I think oftentimes we fall into that trap where, you know, it's, well, I need you to do this for me and you go and do it. And then if that evolves, we have to be available and willing to evolve with you because otherwise then you're just working with a previous version. You know, it's like, that common thing of relationships continuously evolve. It, this is like the, like the term for today is the hashtag evolution, but you know, the dating, you know, the first date, you know, evolves into dating for however many years and engagement and marriage and kids and businesses and side businesses and retirement, every single step stage along the way, there's something else that's needed. And it's not just, I can give up now. Like there's been a lot of times people, you know, then I'll be like, well, now I'm married, so I can just give up. And it's like, no, sorry, like you're just at the beginning of the race. Sorry to shatter that dream for you. Um, but it's it's how best can you show up for your partner and and evolving with them every step of the way. Yeah, it's what those vows that we say, however you say them, if you personalize your own or do the traditional, right? It's those vows of through better for for better for worse, through that evolution, mm -hmm. we're gonna show up and the evolution is stressful, right? As things, when there's not that stability, when things are in flux, it can be stressful, especially when you feel like you've gotten into a flow. Like, okay, this is how I'm supposed mm -hmm. to show up and support her. And, and I'm comfortable with that. And then that moves from underneath you. And so, you know, and you've talked about the energy levels here before, mm -hmm. like on your podcast, yep. right? Yep. So if you're thinking about it in the energy levels, once that stress reaction hits, it's easy to go into that level one of what did I do wrong? I'm always screwing up. She's never, I can never do enough for her. I'm not doing it right. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it goes into the level two of blaming her. Well, it's your fault. Like <laughs> you said that you wanted it this way yesterday and now you want it this way. I can never do right. And so now you're blaming her for, for changing. But the truth mm -hmm. is, is that women are cyclical. We're, we're always ebbing and flowing. Um, this is something you and I have talked about before, but right, women, we, we flow with the moon on a 28-day cycle, where men fluctuate like the sun, a 24-hour mm -hmm. cycle. So you are a little more predictable every day. You can kind <laughs> of, you know, rinse, wash, repeat every day, where women, we're mm -hmm. constantly in this ebb and flow state. And so... Um, I think that's the biggest thing is for that Max is able to do is to to stay at that level five or at least 
the level four, level three. <laughs> he can always mm -hmm. take the responsibility, but his, I think he's always willing to, to serve me and support me. And that keeps mm -hmm. us up at that level five together where I'm saying, okay, I'm also not blaming him mm -hmm. when he's not showing up in the way I need him to anymore because I have the awareness that I'm, I'm, I'm ebbing and flowing. <laughs> so he's just mm -hmm. not aware. So here it is. And it's just a conversation we have. And I think that's, that's important that, that you say that as far as, you know, giving, how best can you support each other? Because I think many a times, you know, you had said the 24-hour cycle um, with the sun, but even still, you know, within men's lives and, and women's lives, uh, life happens. Uh, job promotion happens or uh, loss of job happens or maybe some sickness within the family, you know, uh, losing of a best friend. You know, there's, there's different things that um, all of these burdens that everybody carries and most of the time we'll never speak of. But just because we don't have the full story doesn't mean that they aren't trying their hardest. And so, again, show, you know, showing up with humility, being like there's a big term right now in, in corporate where it's like servant-based leader. And I love it before the media destroys it. But in its truest form, it's you're a servant for those who work for you, but also with you. And so how I take the, you know, I've taken this into a relationship is how best can I serve you today? But it's equally important that the other partner does so in return, because you can just give, you know, how best can I serve you? How best can I serve you? But if the other person is just taking all the time, then there's going to be a certain point when you just snap and you go like, I can't give anymore if I'm not, if I'm not, if my glass isn't filled up. You know, maybe I need some me time or maybe I need some of this time. And that's where sort of setting the boundaries can also be a big help because it's, it's how best can you help support that other person? But maybe what are some of the boundaries of, Hey, I'm having a really tough time at work right now. Maybe I just need to come home and just have like 30 minutes to just go do a workout or go do something before I can show up best for the family so that I don't maybe lose a temper because I know men have yeah. temper issues many times. Um, and it's from not being able to get what's really burdening them out because their burden could be a piece of stress that they picked up at breakfast time or at, over lunch at work. And they brought that home. And instead of kind of washing themselves of that outside and, and how do I show up as a father now and a husband, they're bringing that stress home. Um, and so kind of communicating out some of those boundaries is a big help. Um, I would think, I mean, you tell me how true that is, but oh, definitely. being able to say like, Hey, right now I'm, I'm just really stressed and here's why and being okay and open with that person. Have you, I guess what within your and Max's relationship, how have some boundaries been set or how have you guys used boundaries in the past and moving forward into 2020? Yeah, boundaries are important and those are always in flux as well. So those that communication really is important. And and I think oftentimes there's one person in the relationship that just tends to be the better communicator, whereas the other one mm -hmm. might just show it in other ways, right? <laughs> and sure. And so it's accepting your partner's form of communication, whether that's verbal or it's energetic or it shows on their, you know, the way that they, they hold their posture um, mm -hmm. and accepting the way that they communicate that because in some way they're communicating the way that they're feeling. And so it's just having that awareness and love and compassion for your partner to say, Hey, mm -hmm. they're clearly not in a state. They're in a state that they need my support. 
And, right. and so then knowing um, what that person needs, right? And so I think oftentimes, because I'm definitely the communicator mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm feeling a certain way, <laughs> I, I announce it to the whole family. <laughs> Mommy's feeling this way or <laughs> to Max, you know, I'm, I'm feeling this way right now because of this and this is what I need. <laughs> and I'm mm-hmm. very cut and dry, whereas with Max, I think, it's a little, it's a little more subtle. He doesn't always vocalize it. It's something that I pick up on energetically. And so I have to just offer him that space of, Hey, I'm, I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling a certain way, um, or certain (laughs) energy coming from you. Do you need time to go to the bedroom to take some space? Do you need, what do you need from me right now? Can I take over? Can I help in any way? Um, Mm -hmm. and for him, it's having that awareness of saying, yeah. okay, yep, I, I am resonating with that emotion because um, I think it's common and I hear this from my clients all the time too, um, that it's like that it, men just are conditioned to not express or to feel those emotions, right? That's like it's Which, what you talk about, right? Exactly. Yeah. Which is, we can go into to many, many di- different depths. Um, <laughs> little boys, you know, I, I Lily is six months now, but Um, we've got some friends that are, you know, their, their boy is just a little bit younger and I'll be curious as he grows because the, you know, um, both the husband, you know, both the father and the mother are very expressive people and like very open. And so I'll be very curious to see how he evolves because I don't think as many times, I don't think that, you know, whether you're a boy or whether you're a girl, it was like, Oh, you're a girl. Okay. You get all the emotion. Um, little boys, sorry, you get nothing. Like, sorry, they just took it all up and you get absolutely nothing. Like, I don't think that that's the way that it is. I think it's more of that societal wrapping of how we think little girls should show up and how little boys should show up. Um, but it is, it's, it's something that is very difficult because many times dads, fathers, uncles, grandparents, um, they just never did. And if that's all that you knew, you never really, and you know, let's say that you, you were closer to mom. It was all oh, your mama's boy is like, Oh, you're a wuss. Oh, you're this. Oh, you're, you know, you're not going to be a great leader. You're not going to be all this great, wonderful stuff that you could be just because you're a mama's boy, which really is a fancy term for you actually have emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's exactly it. The awareness piece is huge. Um, because it's awareness of how you are showing up and how, like, what you're feeling in any given situation, but also, I like what you said, as far as picking up on what Max is feeling, because it's very, it's equally important to know how your spouse is showing up, because if your spouse is showing up in just an angry mood, you're going to hit the wrong button, you're, you are literally walking through a landmine, and this goes on either party. It doesn't have to be like men, women, women, men. Like it can be men, men, women, women. Like it doesn't matter, but you're going to be stepping in a landmine, a landfield with landmines all over the place. And it's only a matter of time before you step on the wrong thing. You give them a spoon instead of a fork. Um, something is going to just explode all of that anger that has been building up. And very easily from a servant standpoint, you could just say, you seem a little tense. How can I support you? What can I do to help alleviate this? Do you want to talk about it? Um, Do you want to, you know, go like you had said, go to the room and just do a quick meditation, go work out. Like, you know, do you do your time? um, Whatever that you need in this moment to kind of get back to just being okay again. 
Yeah. And you know, when you say that too, because even if you do offer that, and sometimes it's when you're offering that, Hey, I'm, I'm picking up on a certain energy. I'm picking up your feeling this way. And I wouldn't, I'm not saying that this happens with Max. This, this doesn't, but I've seen this with my clients where when you point that out to your partner, they might respond with an explosion. That explosion mm-hmm. might come from you pointing that out to That's them, true. depending on where they're at, right? Danger, and, danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> yes. So, so for me, I know that it's safe for me to point that out to Max. I think yeah. that that is something that we evolved to through trial and true. error. <laughs> um, so, so proceed with caution. But I think, you know, when you're doing that, even when it's with the best intentions, if you're if you're saying hey, I'm coming from love and I want to offer you this space. I want to support you. But you, re- you receive an explosion in response. It's just knowing that what that explosion, again, is not personal. And so not mm-hmm. letting that explosion bring you down into those same emotions oh, yeah. and letting mm-hmm. you just be, okay, letting that be a signal to you that your partner needs more love and grace. Mm-hmm. And so thinking about how can I offer them, them that right now, where I think we've been, con- and it's not that we've been conditioned necessarily, but there is some of that in the media, just that the way that we see, you know, in sitcoms, the way we see married couples interact, um, mm-hmm. but, and the way we see our parents interact and, you know, future or previous generations, but it's also just what breeds from overwhelm from stress, right? Is that Mm -hmm. we go into that conflict mode. We go into, well, you just exploded at me. I didn't deserve that. I was just trying to love you. And so now you're both there and that's the tendency. So it's having that awareness of, okay, that explosion is just a sign that they need more love from me Mm -hmm. (laughs) or more space. um, Yeah. Or more space. (laughs) Which is a form of love sometimes. Yes. Um, (laughs) I know we're, we're getting short on time. One thing that I will drop, so two two things. We had talked a ton about energy levels in here. So I will drop in the show notes as far as where which episode it was. I can't remember at the time of the recording, but um, I did have an episode that went through all the different energy levels so you can kind of understand that may help make a little bit more sense in this because this is really the application. Um, so that way we didn't have to just keep explaining it over and over in each of the episodes. Um, and then the second thing is the five love languages. And that has been a book that I would say has been very beneficial. I think it like, as you get married, it should be like, here's, here's your copy. Here's your copy. Here's your copy. <laughs> because there's a lot of power in clarity and understanding how you exhibit love. Like one thing we didn't get into, and this may be a future podcast is is the you know are the five love languages and how each person in the relationship tends to give love and how they accept love because you could be doing an active service and all they need is your presence and I, and I know this you know Amber I was doing all these different things and she's like I just need you in the room sorry Amber's my wife but all you need like you just need to be in the room like I don't need you to do anything for me I don't need you to you know back massage like you just being in the room you could be reading I don't even care but your presence is what fills my glass up and I didn't know that I'm running around doing the dishes cleaning the house cleaning the cars you know rubbing her back like me I'm an acts of service kind of guy so mm-hmm. trying Clearly. to do that over <laughs> yeah right exactly right, right. In case you couldn't tell that. <laughs> Doing all this stuff, right? Yeah. Doing all this stuff. And at the end of the day, all I had to do was sit in the chair. But that's what we do, right? We end up yeah. doing the 
the act of service that we want in return, thinking mm -hmm. we're loving you. I'm giving you all of this love. And Absolutely. it can very well not be received on the other side. And so you're totally right. It's understanding what is their love language? What is their, what are those, um, what, what is it that they need? So I'm giving that yeah. to them and knowing right. that for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So probably if the, the big takeaways here on answering how you can best show up to support your partner in 2020 is uh, five love languages is a big piece of just understanding what, how you give love and how you um, feel loved a servant based leadership, sort of like servant based um, in the relationship. How best can I serve you? What is it that you need in this moment? And just awareness around yourself too. So that if, if you're not getting asked that question, maybe taking the stand in just showing up and setting that boundary and saying, right now I'm just feeling a little overwhelmed. I just need some time. I need to go for a walk. It's nothing personal. There's no personal attacks here. I just need to, to just get some clarity or just calm down a little bit so that we don't end up having a fight. Um, and it's those really th three things I think that can be a big game changer as you get into 2020. So when you're going through 2019, writing down, you know, what is it that, how do I want to show up in 2020? What's that best version of myself into the next magical decade? This might be something that uh, finds its way on the list. Yeah, definitely. And I would say with that awareness piece that the, the podcast episode that you'll link to where you explain the the energy levels that we use that we use the self-perception chart and the energy levels in our home mm -hmm. to help us. That is definitely part of our practice for our own self-awareness, mm -hmm. but also so, you know, that we can understand where our other, where our partner's at, what level are they in? And, and yeah, it, that's part of our boundary setting for sure. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for taking some time today, Aubrey. And um, I'm sure you're not going to be a stranger on this podcast, so <laughs> we'll talk no. again soon. Yes, definitely. Thank you, Eric. All right. Take care. You too.